Welcome to another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. This is the place for inspiration and empowerment so that you can overcome shame, guilt, fear, loss, and grief. We are barely scripted, raw, real, and we even have a lot of fun. This is your place to get some tips so that you can begin to disrupt your trauma for good. Let's get started. Hey there, mom. This is Valerie Silvera, and I wanted to send a message to you. I want you to know that their addiction does not make you a bad mom. I know it feels that way. I rode that roller coaster from hell for 13 years, so I know what it feels like to wind up living in shame and guilt and allowing society's stigma to attach itself to you. So you end up feeling like the worst mom ever. Why can't you stop this? So much confusion. Your inability to fix their addiction just spirals you further and further into darkness, into depression. That's what mine did to me. I thought it was my job. What kind of a mom would I be if I couldn't stop my daughter Jamie's addiction? She was a good student. She went to youth group, as I said, she was a great singer, she had a good family, she was popular, she was loved, she lived in a good area. I mean, all of the things that you would think would make the difference. The bottom line is this can and does happen to all types of families. There's nothing wrong with you. You didn't hold your son or daughter down and put drugs in them. I don't have all the answers for why. I asked myself why a thousand times, maybe more. How was it possible? Jamie was the least likely of all the kids that I knew. I didn't have any idea she would wind up living in a very dangerous world, but that's what she did. She went off the rails at the age of 15. By the time she was 18, her ex-boyfriend shot her and it was a near fatal gunshot wound. And there I was sitting in this emergency hospital going, How can this be my life? I don't live in a world where people shoot people. This is crazy. Unfortunately, Jamie became addicted to the oxy they gave her in the hospital and things just got worse. I thought after that event, that would be her rock bottom. That would be the thing that would get her back on track. I would have my daughter back, but nothing was further from the truth. So I know what it feels like to grasp at straws, to try everything you can. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I think we all should and, and do try something. And guess what? Sometimes that works. I've heard stories where that first intervention, that first conversation, that first incident was the catalyst. It was the thing that got this person on track. But unfortunately, in most cases, that doesn't happen. And so we are just left wondering what to do. Let's start with the first issue, the obvious one, a broken heart. My heart was shattered into a thousand, a million pieces as I watched my daughter lose herself to addiction. Then there's the shame, right? There's the shame. If other people in your life don't have sons and daughters in addiction, you just feel ashamed. How did this happen to me, to my family? What did I do wrong? Then there's the guilt. There must have been something I did. Yep, it has to be about me, right? That's what I thought. I went through, I ran the movie, I don't know how many times, 
of this little moment and that little moment. It must have been that decision of mine that caused Jamie to wind up there. Even after Jamie said to me, mom, this is not about you. You were a great mom. I still had a hard time forgiving myself. I had a hard time removing the shame and the guilt, taking off the super mom cape. Our identity is intertwined with our children. For some moms, it's literally their identity. So that makes it even more difficult. And then of course, in a certain way, what our children do is a reflection on our parenting. Whether it's warranted or not, it's just a fact. And so there we are spinning around in this world of shame and guilt and heartbreak and confusion and stigma and paralyzing fear. Here are the realities for us. For us moms with sons and daughters in addiction, here's the reality. You can't fix it. I'm not saying it won't be fixed, but we are not the ones to fix it. And I know that's so counterintuitive. I remember holding Jamie in my arms when she was brand new and I knew, I knew, well, I thought I knew, that I could protect her. I could teach her every single thing she needed to know. I would make sure her life was happy and safe. I would make sure hers was a lot different than my childhood. I would ensure that she'd be successful. And there I was in that emergency hospital wondering how in the world it all fell apart. How this incredible girl could be sitting there in the ICU after life-saving surgery with a breathing tube in her mouth. Me watching her chest rise and fall and just sitting there. At some moments, I was by myself with her, just confused and shocked that this was our life. And then it got worse. My ride on the roller coaster from hell got a lot worse. Jamie spent 15 of her 30 years in addiction. Yes, my daughter, unfortunately, at the age of 30 was murdered. And it does have to do with the addiction world she was living in. And so I understand sometimes those fears come true, sometimes worse than what, what we thought come true. But here's the real tragedy for you. If your life becomes so intertwined with your son or daughter that you lose yourself, that you lose all sense of who you are, because this is the reality. While our sense of identity is in some way connected to our children, we are separate human beings. Yes, our role as a parent is important, but you did your job. The fact that they became an addict is not about you. And I know that is such a hard one to accept, but it, it's the painful reality. It's not about you and you cannot fix it. You can stand with them while they save themselves. You can give advice. You can remind them what a good life looks like, but you can't force them. It doesn't work like that. And so I think there's just a few things we have to remember as moms with sons and daughters in addiction. First of all, everybody loses control of their children a lot earlier than they like to admit. I can remember seeing this post one time from this mom going, I always knew where my kids were. Stop it. You did not. Come on. Unless you were literally glued to their side, you did not know where your kids were all the time. That's just not true. You thought you did. You thought you had control, but control is an illusion. So our job as parents is to equip them, to teach them what they need to know. Is it our job to be perfect? No. Is it our job to provide a perfect life? No. In fact, some adversity in their lives is good. 
It helps them to know how to be brave, how to be courageous, how to overcome. So don't go back and run the movie of all the mistakes you made and the adversity they had. Adversity is good. We have to quit trying to save people from adversity. But there's another thing that you need to do. You have got to get off the roller coaster from hell. I used to think that Jamie would become clean and then the ride would just stop, right? It would come to that end point where those friendly people are there and they release the safety bar and everybody gets off and goes back into the amusement park. Well, I learned the roller coaster from hell does not work like that. It just keeps going and going and going and it goes faster and it's darker and it's scarier the longer you're on it. It also becomes a way of life. The only way to get off the roller coaster from hell is to pull the emergency brake and get off. You've got to start working on overcoming shame and guilt, getting rid of society's stigma, and accepting the fact that you are a good parent. Nobody said perfect, but good. And this is not about you or your parenting. And a little bit more on stigma. You know, sometimes people want to know, well, wow, that person did that. What about their family? We're all guilty of that, right? Some horrific thing happens and the first thing I think still is, hmm, I wonder what family they came from. We do that, we all do that. No wonder there's such stigma for those of us with kids and addiction. So here's what we have to keep remembering. When you wonder, you know, what does a mom of an addict look like? You know what we look like? We look like school teachers and factory workers and doctors and lawyers hairstylists and CEOs, everything in between. We come from all walks of life. You know, we have red hair and blonde hair and black hair and brown hair and most of us have a lot of gray hairs. The addiction beast doesn't care. It doesn't care how good of a mom you are. It does not care. The addiction beast is an equal opportunity evil. So this can and does happen to all types of people. And so while this might not fix your broken heart, that's a whole nother discussion, how to manage that hole in your heart. But this specific message is for you to remember that their addiction does not make you a bad mom. It makes you a, a hurting mom. It makes you a mom that wishes things were different. But the bottom line is, is this addiction is changing you. And if you don't do something about it, if you don't learn how to be courageous and learn how to shed shame and guilt and learn how to stand on your own two feet and learn how to be a separate human being from your son or daughter, this is going to destroy you. I know because it almost destroyed me. So let's link arms. Let's stand together because it does help to know that you're not alone that other people have gone through and are going through what you are. I wish we could stop this. I wish we could stop it for everybody, but here we are. I also wish we'd met in a different way, but we met through addiction. So let's just face that, let's stand together. The best thing you can do for your son or daughter is to become courageous, to become strong, to be a role model, to show them what it looks like to stand up in your darkest days. Do not allow the beast to convince you that you are a bad mom and that this is your fault. That is all lies. Join me, link arms with me. Go to ValerieSilvera.com, get some more of my resources. I'd love to see you in my Warriors and Hope membership. Use the nine weapons of hope. They are what saved my life and what allow me to keep going 
in the face now of a murder trial. So just remember, wherever you are in this world, whatever you're walking through today, however you feel, you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you. Thanks again for being here. Your story matters, so you've got to learn how to live it courageously. Link arms with me at ValerieSilvera.com. We are in this thing called life together. It's time to disrupt our trauma for good.